Hello, our little creeps and freaks. Creepies and freakies. Welcome back to the In the Nick of Crime podcast. What day is it? Thursday. That means it's a scoops and lore episode. You suck, Courtney. I got so confused. I was like, wait, it's Thursday. And then I was like, but wait, we released on Tuesday. But How wait, we're meta. doing this on Thursday. We're recording on I Thursday and it's going to drop on Thursday. We usually record on Wednesdays. Right. Sorry, I confused myself. <laughs> wow, the brain fog. Real. <laughs> Struggle is real. For fuck's sake. I digress. Next. <laughs> oh boy. We forgot right. to introduce our names in the last one. We did. That's okay. That's okay. I'm Michelle. I'm Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. I can never pronounce my name right. I say Courtney. Like, I don't do the T very well, Courtney. so it comes out corny. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it's embarrassing. I'm working on enunciating, but apparently I can't even enunciate my name. <laughs> Sorry, tangent number one. Jeez. Fuck me. like weird douchey mood today <laughs> i don't know what's happening i don't know how to handle it call me a douche? i said you're in a douchey mood i didn't really? say you're a douche <laughs> it could have varying meanings uh, I, so when i get like this and i have this brain fog i apparently think i'm hilarious but i come off as douchey so it's <laughs> not a good combo it's yeah I always think you're funny so I don't know it's just I don't know how to handle you right now it's okay I'm not trying to be no I think it's my empathness I'm just getting weird vibes off of you yeah (laughs) you're like she's not normal I know like I don't know how to handle it I can't figure out what file to put you in right now (laughs) filing cabinet (laughs) exactly the little guy's like where where is it at (laughs) Store this for next time, Courtney. Everything usually problem. sits in a gray filing cabinet, and then I have this little filing cabinet next to it, and you can't decide whether to keep you in the gray one or put you in or the little one. I don't know it's in the little one. In timeout? Is it a red little one? It's black. Oh, mine's red. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, salty. Spicy. I don't know what's in the black one. Have yet to find out. Maybe one day. It's me. I'm going in the black one. <laughs> He hasn't put you in there yet. He's still sitting there. Okay, well, Clifford, get it together. <laughs> Yours is red. Mine's not. <laughs> My Clinton. little cabinet is black. Yours Clinton. <laughs> that was the conversation. It wasn't. <laughs> you totally got so confused when I said that because it wasn't Clinton. I was trying to... Go through the filing cabinet in my brain <laughs> to remember I got really what I remembered about that. the case. Yeah, I re-listened to the episode and was like, wow, you fucking swung and missed. Like, you didn't even touch that ball. It crossed home base and you just looked like a fucking idiot. No, no you didn't. I think I, just the way I explained it, because I understood why you thought that's what I meant when I listened to it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> My brain's a tad bit slower, even though it's, it's fast okay. as shit. It's slow on certain It's because stuff. we record after we work all day. Well, and today was rough. Yeah. The whole week's been rough. Yeah, it's been rough. But you come in clutch every time, so. <sighs> well, <clears throat> it is a Scoopy Lori episode. Scoops. It is. 
scoop some more let's get some spooky spooky we're changing up our way of doing this a little bit too because mm-hmm. we realized that we didn't want to make one person do so much and i put research in quotations because we're not actually researching we're just copying and pasting and giving you our sources yeah um but it's just easier if we do an episode together and mm-hmm. each do one like smaller topic mm-hmm. And so you're going to get both of us on these episodes. And I think since they're bi-weekly too, it evens it out anyway. Absolutely. It's not like we're ever like, it's my turn to present. That's not it at all. Well, I only said that about episode 13. That's all I care about. (laughs) You already have that one anyway. Because as you pointed out, you have the odd episodes, which is fine with me. Funny how that worked out because I only like even numbers. Oh, I'm an oddity. We know this. That's why we work so well. Facts. (laughs) Anywho, so yeah, we're not gonna. <laughs> now we're eight minutes in, <laughs> five minutes in after oh, the shit I'm gonna, gonna cut out the beginning. Five minutes of that's probably us just shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> if that was one of your big burbs, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I let it go because I thought it was gonna be, and then I was like, "Wow." That's Pretty a keeps going. Wait till you hear me burp. <laughs> Maybe I just need to have a couple beers before I come next time. <laughs> I keep offering you Waterloo. True. That stuff is awesome. It'll make Carbonation. you burp. Yeah. That stuff's great. That stuff is dope. I'm going to drink one after we record because I need to burp. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Cheers. Anyway, All we're right. not going to go through any of our other bullshit. We're not going to have a weekly update because it's not that kind of episode. So... Courtney, why don't you go first, since oh. we also just recorded our regular episode and I've been talking. And you're like, I don't want to talk anymore. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's like I hear in my fucking voice. <laughs> Sorry. Why <laughs> did I do that? I don't know. I don't know why you're doing a lot of the things you're doing today. <laughs> I told you. Like, literally, when this stupid thing hits me, I am just That's okay. all over the place. I get it. it it's almost I like am it not blaming you my... at all. It's almost like it increases my ADD to like tenfold. It could, honestly. Yeah, it's weird. When you're like anxious and you're stressed, I was fidgeting like a motherfucker today at work. You just got a lot going on. Going on. It's like the when I couldn't get my anxiety medication for like three days, and I said it was like the Bing Bong song in my head. Bing Bong. You're having the Bing Bong song. Just it's manifesting differently for you. Facts. Yeah. All right. Cool. (laughs) Well, I'll lead you in today with uh, a topic that was actually requested (laughs) by my little bestie, Kelsey. And she's not little, by the way. She's, I mean, she's an average size woman. I don't know why I said that. Wow. She's a real girl. Cut that She's a full-grown girl. (laughs) Full-grown girl. Um, But she specifically (laughs) asked... You like powered down when you had the whole thing. You're just like, she's not going cut that out. <laughs> you just like, like collapsed in on yourself. One of those fucking animatronics. It's like, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sweatshirt on, I was fine, but now that I'm giggling, I'm hot. Oh no, it's hot as fuck in here, so I don't know why you put it on. I hate it. It's probably like 74 in here. 
I think I turned my AC up to like 75 and I wouldn't be surprised if it kicks on in a minute. Oh, well. (laughs) Not oh, well. Because I don't want to hear it. Okay. (laughs) Let me see if I can do this right. (laughs) Without you laughing at me. I won't. I'm not even going to fucking look at your dumb face right now. (laughs) Rude. Rude. Um, so I'm bringing you a story from my best friend, Kelsey, who specifically asked if I would talk about this. Is not a little girl. (laughs) Not a little girl. Um, (laughs) dear God. Um, so I'm going to come at you today with some aliens. Ooh, yeah, girl, get it. I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm going to talk about aliens, I'm going to talk about UFOs, I'm going to talk about some famous sites, and then one famous story. It's all very short. Love it's it. It's not as long as you think it is, but... Um, I put nothing past you. Hey, it's only three pages, and page three is sources, so... Courtney texted me last night, and she was like, my lore episode is like a full-size episode, and I was like, well, we're both presenting on it, and she's like, we are? <laughs> Oh, no, it was, I thought I was doing um, a Patreon episode. Oh, you thought it was the bonus episode? I thought it was a bonus episode. So I did all this research, and it was like a full-blown episode, and I just was like, well, shit. Like, it was like a six-page thing, and I was like, I gotta gotta shorten this. And then I texted you, and you were like, dude, we're doing lores. Like, not even murder. And I was just like... To be fair, we did get off kilter on our schedule because we transposed the Patreon episode for the first lore episode, mm-hmm. so can't really blame you. No, but I felt really <laughs> stupid. You shouldn't, though. I love how, like, in it you are. You're just <laughs> fucking ready to go. I know. I was telling poor Michelle, I was like, I already have next week's episode. I have yeah. my next lore episode done. <laughs> I have my next uh, Patreon episode. And she's like, dude, what the hell? And she's like... How long is yours going to be? I was like, I don't even fucking know what I'm talking about yet. <laughs> I wish I had this much initiative in college. I probably would have fucking rocked Pro it. Pro tip. I figured out what I was going to talk about in this episode at 3 o'clock this afternoon. I already had a list of stuff, so I had it narrowed down to like four different things, but yep. That's hilarious. I'm oh, telling wow. you, my procrastination has served me well in life. I have very high GPA It used to really <laughs> help me out a lot in college, but... Uh, I work better on a deadline. <laughs> sometimes I do, not all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's fair. I get it. What the fuck? Sorry, we got on another tangent. <laughs> all right. I'm going to start this. So, wow. You gotta start fucking talking about these UFOs. I'm trying. Why are you flipping me off, ho? <laughs> Why say Canadian, ho? <laughs> If anyone slapped at me today, it's you. I'm tired. <laughs> it's because you put me in a weird mood. I'm like absorbing your weird fucking shit. It wasn't on purpose. I know. Mm-hmm. I know you can't help it just like I can't help it. True that. <laughs> True that. <laughs> Where you at? Oh my god. Hello. Start fucking talking about UFOs. Okay. Here we go. So I'm going to bring aliens to you today. So I'm going to start off real quickly explaining. So an alien or extraterrestrial, which, fun fact... Hard to find information unless you use the word extraterrestrial. You put the government it, doesn't want you searching it, boo. Well, I was more saying because everything is around like what we call people. It, yeah, because ele- yeah, it's actually it's an actual term else. used, yeah. and so yeah. it's super hard to find anything yeah. on like the extraterrestrial aliens, yeah. not 
human aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, aliens are just like somewhere that they aren't. Yeah. From. Yeah. So that's the. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Leads right into it. So the definition of them is a creature from outside of planet Earth. That's interesting fact. And yep. aliens really came in to being acknowledged mm-hmm. by us as humans in the 1940s and 1950s, which is pretty recent, really. Yeah. Um, and it was because there was reports of flying saucers um, that became an American culture and phenomenon, mm-hmm. which is absolutely mind-blowing because I am, for as much of a nerd as I am, I am not a space, like, alien nerd. I'm yeah. a space nerd. Same. I'm not an alien nerd. Same. But that's okay. Um, so sightings of strange objects in the sky become, you know, raw material for Hollywood to present versions of the potential threat that we have mm-hmm. coming in at this time. So, like, posters from films like Earth vs. Flying Saucers from 1956 illustrated these fears that people had of yeah. these extraterrestrials. Yeah. Have you ever watched I Love Lucy? Like, yeah, I all love the way that through? show. Do you know the episode where Lucy and Ethel get hired to be, like... To promote this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's like women from Mars, Mars or something or, like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's so funny. It is. It's <laughs> like one of my favorite they... episodes. It's yes. super cute. It's so funny. And the way that they think of aliens, it's like how you would, like how they were dressed and stuff. It's kind of like the vision of the Jetsons is what it yes. always reminded me of. Oh, the Jetsons were always my image of what, what aliens were. Yeah. And what we were going to live like by now. Um, I've seen so many children when I go to my sister's house on hover, like, it's not even like the old original hoverboards. What they look like now, it's almost like a Segway wheels, yes. but they took everything else off of it. And then I go downstairs to my nephew's room and he's playing on his VR headset. I need it's to be friends with weird. him because I want to do VR so bad. It's a lot of fun. Gives me vertigo though. Oh, I don't know that problem. He only has slashy killer games on it. I love it. That's a kid after my own heart. (laughs) I mean, I have a literal Jason Voorhees water bottle that goes everywhere with me. (laughs) That I do spell consistently. God, another tangent. I know. Okay. Um, so this brought in, like, connected ideas about life on the moon, Mm -hmm. canals on Mars, Ideas of Martian civilizations, flying Mm -hmm. saucers have basically come to represent hopes and fears in the modern world. Yep. Um, So with UFOs, obviously UFO stands for Unidentified Flying Object. UFO. UFO. (laughs) But the first well-known, like, UFO sighting occurred in 1947 when a businessman, Kenneth Arnold, claimed to have seen a group of nine high-speed crescent-shaped objects Flying at a very high speed named Mount near Mount Rainier in Washington. Interesting. I didn't know that. That Pacific Northwest I'm man. You, it's a spooky that place. It's fucking spooky. It is they have portals, vortexes, aliens. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, that place is crazy. Yep. Um, but sightings of identified aerial objects and phenomenon started increasing after that in 1948. The US government actually began to investigate these reports. Like, it was starting to really get their attention, so yeah. they called it Project Sign. Which, if you have ever seen the movie Signs, Signs. this yep. is where that came from. Interesting. Yeah. So, Project Sign mm. started it. Yeah. But within a year, Project Sign was actually succeeded by Project Grudge, which... 
I okay. don't get the correlation right. on that one, but all right. Um, <laughs> Whoever names some of these projects, just like, okay. Right? That's great. <laughs> it gets even better. So, which in 1952 itself replaced the longest lived of the official inquiries into UFOs, which was Project Blue Book, which everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it was headed in... Like, headquartered in Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which is in Dayton, Ohio, of all places. Um, From 1952 to 1969, Project Blue Book actually compiled reports of more than 12,000 sightings Mm -hmm. or events that were either classified as or identified as astronomical, atmospheric, or artificial human-caused phenomena, or unidentified. Unidentified. Yep. It's a... Big definition for big an definition ambiguous for name. One thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so some of the more famous areas, obviously Area 51. Yep. I mean, I've been hooked on Area 51 since I was a kid, probably because there's nothing out there about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's so hush-hush. Yeah, what a mind fuck that we all know it exists and we all know the government's covering shit up about it. What's hiding in there, motherfuckers? And it's... Under lock and key. No, I love your mom. If your mom was hiding under there, I would be like, excuse me, tell me what you know. (laughs) That's what I would be saying. She would know all of Area 51's secrets. She would. (laughs) Um, So Area 51 is the common name of a highly classified United States Air Force base um, within Nevada, and it's a testing and training range, apparently. Okay. Um, Yeah. And why is it so secretive? Well, that's why we all wouldn't know, because it's a remote, detached, administrative building by mm-hmm. Edwards Air Force Base. Yeah, and literally, no one can even get close to it. Right. And what's funny is that Area 51 is actually officially called Homie Airport, or Groom Lake. But I personally like Area 51 better. <laughs> it's what? such Never. a lame name. Yeah. But as you said, we all know that something is going on in there. Yeah. And in 2013, the U.S. government officially acknowledged the existence of Area 51. Which is so stupid. They're it like, took them that long. It doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. It doesn't exist. Go fly a kite. Right. <laughs> you Literally sexy shits. Into the atmosphere. <laughs> um, so when disappear. this... <laughs> Um, so, through the Freedom of Information Act, oh, F-O-I-A, how, they, how would you say that? FOI. FOI. So they actually FOI. let people get information on Area 51? Yeah, so a formally classified CIA document that, like, basically chronicled the history of... Or it's of FOIA, what, sorry. That. FOIA, there yeah. you go. Um, basically gave the timeline of the history of why Area 51 is Area 51. It says that... The history of it was because of the U-2 spy plane. And they said mm-hmm. that it was heavily redacted. And it was previously released in 1998. Okay. So, now it's not redacted, apparently. But according to reports, in 1955, the remote site was selected in order to test the U-2 fighter plane. Mm-hmm. So, they did tests on the spy plane and subsequential uh, aircraft. And according to many... They think that the UFO sightings are because of the U-2 reaching altitudes that are higher than any other planes at the time. Did that plane, did it say, sorry, I'm asking you a hard question. <laughs> did that plane break the sound barrier? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm yeah. almost positive it did. Yeah, which would also 
Whether hush hush about it. Hush hush. And when something breaks the sound barrier, you see it. You see it. You can't yeah. not see it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. 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 So that's all. Like, Area 51 is so hush hush, there's not really a whole lot. Yeah. I can bring to you on that. But another one of our most famous, Roswell. Yeah, I was going to say, you better talk about Roswell. Oh, you have to talk about Roswell. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know this about me, which you guys don't, but you do now, I am what we would call a minor level conspiratorialist. And so my personal opinion is, I think that Roswell... <laughs> I just look at you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, uh, I do agree with that. Okay. Minor level is fair. Minor level, absolutely. Yeah. Um, You're not a tinfoil no. hat wearing motherfucker. No, 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 I'm not. Um, but... Ironically enough, in my opinion, I think it's kind of funny because after Roswell happened is when we started getting all of this technology. Phones, computers, mm-hmm. things that we hadn't even remotely touched. Like, yeah. And I mean by cell phones, not like phone phones, like right. landlines, yeah. but cell phones, phones, computers, especially. internet. All this stuff started coming up pretty quickly after Roswell. And if you don't know, Roswell has a very famous incident that happened so this incident happened in 1947 and it was the recovery of a balloon debris by a ranch very close to roswell Mm -hmm. um which officers from the roswell army airfield decided that they were gonna like go in and investigate Mm -hmm. and um basically decades later conspiratorialists claimed that the debris involved was actually a flying saucer and that the truth had been covered up by the U.S. government, which I would not put past. Right, because it's a control thing, and I'm sorry, but I feel like you gotta be a real big ninny to think that we're the only living beings in the entire fucking universe. Yeah, Search no how way. many universes, galaxies, everything there are, or not universes, duh, galaxies within the universe that there are. You will feel very tiny. We just happen to live on the only planet in our solar system that has gravity. Right. Exactly. But there are other... There, even outside of our planets in the solar system, there are planets that are actually technically more inhabitable than Earth is. Yes. I'm not going to go on a nerd tangent. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will already talk about this for I like hours. I love space. Me too. We both have Galaxy Converse. Yes. And I have a Galaxy pad on my desk. Um, On July 8th of 1947, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. But the Army quickly retracted that statement and said that instead, the crashed object was a conventional weather balloon. And notice that this is also an airfield. Ironic. Hmm. Coincidence? Coincidence? Me thinks not. Me thinks not. Um, so, clearly this happens. People let it go. They move on. Roswell in- uh, incident actually resurfaces in the 1970s when a retired lieutenant colonel, Jesse Marshall, was interviewed by UFOologist, and I didn't even know that was a real thing, but it is, a UFOologist, uh, Stanton Friedman. Uh, he believed that the debris, the debris that was retrieved was actually extraterrestrial. And UFOologists began promoting a variety of increasingly ap- elaborate conspiracy theories, claiming that one or more alien spacecraft had actually crash-landed and that the extraterrestrials 
and their occupants had all been recovered by the military, but it was covered up. Wouldn't even be surprised, man. Mm-mm. Wouldn't even be surprised. No. And I know people think, no, 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 no. But come on. It's our government. Let's be real. Yeah. Seriously. Honestly. Like, we don't know a fraction of the shit that goes on in this country. I agree. Let's... <laughs> I digress. We both have to just stop yeah. ourselves. <laughs> I just have to. Um, so, to end out Roswell, actually in 1994, the U.S. United States, sorry, Air Force published a report identifying the crashed object as a nuclear test surveillance balloon from Project Mogul. And then a second Air Force report published in 1997 concluded the stories of alien bodies probably stem from test dummies being dropped from high altitudes. The fuck? I'm gonna... Hold on. I'm Googling what a nuclear test balloon looks like. If it's silver, I'm sure that's why they used it. Because the balloon the so-called balloon yeah, in the picture is silver um, project mogul comes up right away um project mogul was a top secret project by the u.s army air forces involving microphones flown on high altitude balloons whose primary purpose was long distance detection of sound waves generated by soviet atomic bomb tests it's kind of fascinating but scary yeah it said the New York Times has a thing, too. It says that it was polyethylene balloon. Mm-hmm. That's what they think it was. There's so many conspiracy theories around it. Like, I would yeah. highly recommend looking them up because they're absolutely fascinating what these people right. have come up with. And see, interesting, because I feel like this is a very calculated news thing because when I search this nuclear test balloon, it all comes up with stuff around Roswell. They're trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. Telling Conspiracies! Conspiracies. So, that's going to bring me to a quick, I'm going to tell a quick story, it's not very long, but of the first ever, like, truly documented alien encounter slash taken to their spaceship. Abduction? Yeah. Tested. Tested, probed, all of it. Probed, if you will. So, have you ever heard of Betty and Barney Hill? Yes. I know the story. They're the most famous because Mm -hmm. they're the ones who brought it to the attention. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you a great story of them. Um, So Betty Hill was a New Hampshire social worker and her husband Barney was a post office worker. Nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. Just normal life. Normal folks. Yeah. And in September of 1961, they were returning from a vacation in Canada. And at some point during the drive, Betty actually noticed what she calls as a white star Mm -hmm. in the sky, which seemed to be following their car. And after a long chase during which they become extremely frightened, um, the couple decided they were going to stop their car in Northwood stock. Okay. Barney got out of the car and watched through binoculars as the object tilted down towards them and then started descending. And he was able to see a row of lighted windows Behind several figures that were wearing shiny black uniforms and black caps. Fearing these creatures were going to trap him, he just, like, jumped back in the car. And yeah. Like, no, I'm good. I like, don't blame him. I would have noped the fuck out oh, of there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but this is where things get crazy. Suddenly, the hills find themselves at a point further on down the road. They don't remember how mm-hmm. they got there. And when they arrived home, they realized that their journey had taken a couple extra hours than it should have. Yep. They lost time. 
So mm-hmm. Betty begins to have nightmares. She sees strange faces. She sees these medical exams. And it becomes super upsetting for both of them. So they sought out a doctor named Dr. Benjamin Simon. And he's a Boston psychiatrist who chose to hypnotize them in hopes of, like, just relieving that anxiety that yeah. they had going on. There's and some trauma in there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this did cause an issue in the fact of that the Hills were actually a mixed racial couple. Mm-hmm. And it was during the 60s. This is a very turbulent time. So yeah. He felt that their stress might be coming from that social anxiety of their relationship, which absolutely, like, I could totally see that. Mm -hmm. Like, that would stress me out. Yeah. Um, But to much of his surprise, when he put them under hypnosis, they told their bizarre story. Crazy. And so, under hypnosis, the couple said that this object had landed, um, dis, like, disorganized jumped creatures like jumping creatures like started coming out of it and then they escorted the hills uh into what they described as a space shuttle of sorts and they said that they had really odd shaped heads with large craniums um that were like diminishing in size as you got towards the head and they said that their eyes continued around the side of their heads So they could see in several degrees and that their lateral extension of their vision was, like, not all that they had. Right. And he said they had a weird texture to their skin. It was grayish, almost metallic looking. They didn't notice any hair. And there just seemed to be two slits representing their nostrils. Voldemort. Oh, Hmm. he's not supposed to be named. You can't say his name. (laughs) Gosh. Lame Harry Potter joke. Facts. (laughs) So, on board of the spacecraft, um, the the beings, I can't say that word, The beans. The beings. (laughs) There's beans now. Right? (laughs) They subjected the couple to a series of examinations. Barney was placed on a table that was too short for his body. He was probed with several several different objects. Um, And he actually had false teeth. I didn't know this. They pulled Mm. them out. Oof. And I guess they seemed unable to figure out why they couldn't take Betty's teeth out, but they ah, could take his teeth out. Yeah. And Betty, whose account of the examination was a lot more detailed than Barney, and she said that they had poked her several times with strange instruments, they pulled her hair, they took skin scrapings, nail clippings, and then during her examination, she actually says she conversed with the aliens. And it appeared to be her leader, or their leader that she was talking to. And Hmm. when she asked the leader where he was from, he produced a star map. Okay. Which she later reproduced while under hypnosis. Hmm. Oh. Fascinating. So clearly, like, Dr. Simon at this point is kind of skeptical by the reality of their story, which I... At the time, totally get it. This is not common. This is not something we really heard right. about. Yeah. Um, but he believed that he believed that the abduction was actually a shared delusion between Betty's nightmares that had manifested under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is fair. Yeah. Um, he also noted inconsistencies in their stories. So for example, Betty noted the creatures talked in English, but Barney said that they didn't have mouths. Uh, what if they 
put the words into her head. Like mind talk mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I I agree. That's been there. reports of aliens. I mean, like people that's... have said that they don't talk outwardly, can't see them talk, you hear them. but you hear them talk. That's yeah. You kind of just blew my mind on that one. <laughs> Um, but regardless of his reservations, he collaborated with the Hills and a journalist by the name of John Fuller mm-hmm. on a book about their experiences. And it's called The Interrupted Journey, Two Hours Lost Aboard a Flying Saucer. It's a long name for a book. Yeah, it is. But it's also a bestseller. <laughs> okay. And they were suddenly celebrities. They were known all around the world. The thing is, is that neither Betty nor Barney remembered the abduction until they went under hypnosis, mm-hmm. but all they had was these weird nightmares. So, like, ab- I guess there's actual abduction researchers. I did not know that was a thing. I'm not really surprised by that, I'm not though. either. I just yeah. didn't know it was a thing. Um, but they actually argue that the UFO-related memory loss occurs as a result of the alien's intervention, i.e. the aliens make the victim forget. Yeah. And the memory loss occurs as a reaction to extreme trauma. Yeah. It's either your body's coping, your mind's coping mechanism, or it's like men in black. Yeah. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. They're not gonna let you remember that shit. Come on. Right? They're smarter than us. Absolutely. Way smarter than us. Way smarter. <laughs> so That's why they want to <laughs> research us, because they're like, these dumbasses. They're like, what the fuck are they doing? Why are you so stupid? You're an idiot. I'm a higher being. Right, exactly. Um, so, of course, after I say all of this, I'm going to hit you with a listener tale. What? 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 <laughs> Who yeah. gave us a listener tale? My bestie. Oh, my gosh. So, um, Kelsey actually sent me the story. She said I could tell it. She actually wanted me to tell it because she yeah. thinks it's fun. Yeah. It's very short. Um, but Kelsey was actually in s- around sixth grade when this happened, and she grew up in a very tiny town in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And if y'all, I lived there for six years, so I can say this, but if you haven't been there, like, Nebraska's, there's nothing. <laughs> no offense to the Nebraska <laughs> listeners. There's just nothing. It's all farming, which is fine because we need it, but... My sister and I say that Kansas and Nebraska are the butt crack of America. I mean, you're not wrong. It's a very boring eight-hour ride to my school. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Love you, Kelsey. Sorry. Um, She she, didn't make the town that way. (laughs) No, but she's a big Nebraska fan. Yeah. She's obviously from there. Glad she loves it. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, she's in this small town, and I guess her and her cousin were hanging out at a park like all kids do at mm-hmm. that time. We did not really have video games or anything. We yeah. were outside all the time. And they were just waiting until they had to go home for the night because, mm-hmm. you know, we all had curfew at that time. So right. um, it was already dark out and she was supposed to be home by 8. But right before the group was, like, about to hop on their bikes and go home, they heard this super loud sound that they equate to, like, an airplane landing. Yeah. Like, it shook them. Damn. Their bodies, the ground. Like, it was deafening. Right. And so, they looked up in the sky. They saw nothing but the sky and the stars. Like, no clouds, nothing, just staring up. Crazy. And it freaked them out. So, everyone was like, fuck this shit, I'm out. They go home. And when Kelsey gets home, she actually asks her mom if she heard the noise. And her mom's like, yeah, I did. But there was additional information. Her mom said that she walked outside when she heard the noise. 
but when she looked up in the sky, she saw two bright lights traveling towards each other. Mm-hmm. Once they met, they become they became one bigger bright light, and they shot off into the sky. Weird. Until this day, it's creeped her out. And I yeah. think she said that she has a coworker that the same thing happened to, but in Texas. That's crazy. And while she was in high school. That's so cool, though, but it's crazy. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it would probably scare the shit out of you in the moment, but it's so cool. I don't know how I would handle it. I just think I of know. the Spice Girls. Like, have you ever watched Spice World? Of course I okay, have. Okay, thank God. Come on, I'm a obsessed. child of the 90s. I was obsessed with the Spice Girls, yeah. with that movie even more so. And that alien <laughs> part, yeah. that's what I always, I know this is terrible, but that's what I think about every time I think about aliens. It's just the freaking, <laughs> they land and all the Spice Girls are like, woo! Yeah. And they're like, let's party. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, sign our autograph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that's, like, such a quintessential depiction of aliens, oh, I feel like. It's so bad. For dumbasses. <laughs> that movie is absolutely terrible. Oh, it's so good, but though. But it's so... Well, that was fun. Yeah. Spooky, spooky. Creepy, creepy. I don't even know what you would put aliens under. Like, I think they're unknown. still spooky. Yeah. It's... Because the unknown is, is creepy. It's scary. But they're cool. And it's war. What is, out of pure curiosity, what is your actual idea of what an alien looks like? I don't know, honestly. Admittedly, when I think of an alien, what comes to my head is the stupid, like, media version of it, but that's not what I the think The silver of face that's yeah. like a teardrop upside down and yeah. then with the eyes. I more just yeah. see them as beings, like, if I were to actually think of what they are, I see it more of, like, beings of light. Like, I see bright blue I don't know, maybe that's an aura thing. I but. see them as us, but better. Yeah. Like, as weird yeah, as... And I don't absolutely. know how to explain that, and it's probably because I listen to a lot of romance books, and I <laughs> have a problem there, but, like, I just feel like they're like us, but more advanced. They're elite. They have, like, mm-hmm. skills and techniques and stuff. Yeah. And I've actually talked about this with my hairdresser, and she's so funny. She'll be like... I think that they're coming to get us because they need us to help them reproduce because they've lost their reproductive organs. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah. But they don't want to hurt us. They just want help reproducing. Yeah, I don't think they're a threat. I don't think... I mean, if they are, like, fucking take me out. I feel like if they were a threat, they would have already taken us out. But oh. they realize we're doing it to ourselves. So they're just waiting. They're waiting for our ozone layer to disappear. Exactly. And then they're going to be like, well, that planet's ours now. Yeah. Because because are dead. <laughs> uh, and see this is going to be a tangent but them trying to fucking colonize Mars I'm like Mars does not have the stable atmosphere to be able to colonize it like you'd have to make a bubble for all of us to live in and all you're going to do is go and fucking destroy that planet too honestly if what they're going to do? do that we really should just have space stations like Xenon right I because that would it. be more inhabitable than Mars yeah I like Wally but see Wally People, when that movie first came out, I was like, that's going to happen, bitches. And people thought I was crazy, but... Mm-mm. No, Xenon came out, and I was like, that's yeah. going to be us in 2020. Like, <laughs> if only is that close, but I wouldn't be surprised. Love that. Who bitch. knows? Yeah. So Who what you knows? got? Some spooky. <gasps> I'm ready to hear it. Some spooky. Get it. Do the spooky Something dance. spooky. <laughs> So, I'm talking about the Dakota in New York. Have you heard of it? 
No. I hadn't heard of the name, but once I started reading about it, I was like, oh, shit, I know this place. So, the Dakota was built by a man named Edward Clark. He was actually the owner of the Singer Sewing Machine Company. They're like, pretty famous. The whole company. Wow. Yeah, okay. man. And this was in the late 1800s, and he spent a million dollars in that day and age to have the Dakota belt. That what is. does that equal in our day? Let's see. Okay, so $100 in 1882 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $2,865 today. So, if it's backwards, it's easier to search. <laughs> Inflation calculator. So, it's $228,656,470.59. What the fuck? That's insane. No, that's million. $28,656,470 and 59 cents. It's not billions. Sorry. <laughs> I so I did the math right, actually, because I was dividing it by um, 100 with the inflation. But that's crazy. So $28 million. $28 million in yeah. today's money. Shit, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And that wasn't that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Not really. No. So... Yeah, a lot of money that he spent to build that shit. And he actually had a special apartment in the building that had sterling silver floors. <laughs> Dude, was bougie. I could eat off that shit. Right? <laughs> Sadly, though, he died in 1882 before the construction of the building was completed in 1884. Okay. So he was never able to see it completed. And this building is stunning. It is so cool looking. Like, it's, like, gothic-type type architecture and it's such a cool building you know that's right up my alley yeah so. you should definitely look up pictures of it after we do this so the exterior of the building was actually used in rosemary's baby i know exactly what building yep. you're talking about. <laughs> exactly all you had to do was tell yep. me that <laughs> oh i love that so movie. people actually think that curses came about with people on the film crew and cast because of it so of these kind of conspiracies with it um, composer, I think it's Christoph is how you pronounce his name. It's K-R-Z-Y-S-Z-T-O-F. That's Christoph. The K-R-Z-Y through me also is the only reason I wasn't 100% sure. But Christoph Kometa, he was the composer of the movie, like I said, um, fell into a coma in an event that was similarly paralleled to one of the events in the book, Rosemary's Baby. So, good book, uh, by the way. Yeah, very good book. Um, the producer of the film, William Castle, actually ended up with a severe case of kidney stones after filming, and it said that while he was in the hospital, he was experiencing really vivid hallucinations about the movie. Freaky. <laughs> and then, um, Sharon Tate, Roman Polanski's wife, became very interested in the occult because of the movie, and oh, then, peace, yeah, and then we know, if you know anything about true crime, that Sharon Tate was infamously killed by the Manson family. Probably. Well, she was nine months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just watched a Shocker People Investigates episode <clears throat> on the Manson family. That one was actually really fascinating. There's a lot of shit that I didn't know that they covered in that one. Because I didn't give that show a chance at first. I was like... I used to be Poo-poo. obsessed with, and not, like, obsessed in a bad way, but, like, I wanted information on the Manson murders yeah. and just on the Manson 
cult itself. Yeah. And so I've probably well, watched people everything. Because people Charles Manson serial killer. He didn't kill anyone. Not technically. He directed. And yeah. Not physically. I still believe he is guilty as sin and he should be treated as such. But oh, he should definitely be in jail for the shit that he did to young women. That's for damn sure. Oh yeah. Absolutely. He dead now. So bye. Um. So yeah. But his TV's haunted. His TV? Mm-hmm. The one that he had in jail. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Zach Baden's owns it, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Sorry. Rather random. <laughs> I digress. Um, so now on to other things okay. about the Dakota. So Marilyn Monroe actually did a photo shoot at the Dakota six years before she died. Um, she did a shoot inside of actress Judy Holliday's apartment, who I'll talk about in just a minute. But Monroe actually claimed to have seen a blonde-haired ghost while she was there. So, common. I trust her. On the note of Judy Holiday, she actually spent many years living at the Dakota. She lived in apartment 77, and she actually died at the age of 43 of breast cancer at the Dakota. Wait, who was that? Judy Holiday. She's an actress. I didn't know that Julie Holiday died of cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Sorry, no, I know who it is, and I yeah. believe you. I just cancer. didn't know that. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna look it up. Because I hadn't either before I read that, but... That's why I asked you again who it was, because mm-hmm. I was like, maybe I confused her with somebody else. She died June 7th of 1965. <clears throat> oh, it was actually throat cancer, so that article was wrong, but she did have cancer. Maybe she had both. Maybe it had spread. It could have spread. Yeah. Definitely. It happens. Yes. So, she died at the Dakota. Um, Judy Garland also lived at the Dakota for quite some time. And we all know how Judy Garland's life went. And she also died young of an overdose. So, this is kind of lending credence to the theory that it may be cursed, the Dakota. Because, I mean, it started out... Judy Garland, I kind of question that because she got really fucked up on the wizard of us yeah exactly that was not her fault that was literally the people around her were feeding her drugs and yeah making her smoke cigarettes yeah she she had coffee and cigarettes and that was all that she She was allowed allowed to to eat during the day Uh, yeah the wizard of oz fucked her up up. yeah like not even the wizard of oz the director yeah fucked her up yeah mgm fucked her up yeah mgm i'll take full credit they treated her very i was gonna say something very horrible um yeah Deplorable. Yes. Poor woman. Yes. Okay. But it's just interesting that she also lived there. Because it's just kind of like this building started out on that foot. Because the builder died before it was even finished being constructed. So So he started it. Yep. Okay. That's what people think. So, most famously, this might be what rings the bell to you. John Lennon died at the Dakota. So he died on December 8th, 1980. He was living at the Dakota for this time. And the stalker, stalker, because people assumed it was a stalker, that had shot him had been stalking the outside of the building for hours until Lennon got home. He proceeded to shoot John five times and John died outside of the Dakota. Mm-hmm. So I've actually stood where he's died. Yeah, so then you've stood at the Dakota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so people have reported seeing Lennon's ghost occasionally. There have been reports of him sitting at his piano and standing outside of the entrance of the building. Uh, fellow musician Joey Harrow, Harrow Harrow, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, I think it's Harrow, Harrow, 
uh, reported having seen Lennon standing in the building's archway, and he was surrounded by light. So, Ooh. yeah. In Poor night- guy. He shouldn't have to be still here. Like, go to heaven. Go I do know. your thing. Go jam out, bro. He had more work to do, man. What? Haunting people? No. He just had a, a he had an impact to make on people. And I think he still stays around because people go to the Dakota to pay their respects to him all There's the time. There's also, because uh, it's right next to... Uh, city park mm-hmm. and it there's a big huge memorial for him on the ground yeah too yeah it's like very close it. to it mm-hmm. i have a picture of myself on nice. it nice yeah but it could just be residual energy too who knows who knows people love him yeah um in 1976 joel milsner he was a famous broadway set designer he was um known most notably for designing the set of death of the salesman but he... <laughs> I did that in high school. <laughs> he died also outside of the Dakota. Ooh. And he was actually in a cab. He suffered a heart attack while he was in the backseat of the cab. And then he ended up dying on the street in front of the Dakota. So I don't know if he got out to get help or what happened. But yeesh. Uh, one of the previous managers of the building is also still known to wander the building. She is deceased. Spoiler alert. But people dubbed her the crying lady legend has it that her son was hit by a truck outside of the building and died all these people dying outside of the building it's kind of wild um there's a vortex outside you know wouldn't be surprised john lennon actually reported seeing the spirit of the crying lady as well and tying to your story he also reported seeing a ufo outside of his window what Mm -hmm. that just gave me chills bro yeah and on John Lennon, too, he actually read a letter during an interview that seemingly foreshadowed his death. And I've heard about this letter, too. But it was while he was living at the Dakota. So, again, what? weird shit. Creep. There is also legend of a girl in a yellow dress that haunts the space. Um, she's known to appear and be heard by workers in the building. And she'll say things like, oh, it's my birthday. And she'll cheerfully walk up and just disappear down the hallway. And she also is known to have a red ball that she plays with and bounces. The Shining much? That's exactly what I thought of. (laughs) You're talking to like the horror movie queen over here. (laughs) That was the first thing that came to my mind too, though. (laughs) Like when you said red, I was starting to think it. But then you said ball. And I was like, The Shining. Yep. Yep. Creepy. Mm -hmm. Little kids. Little kid ghosts in general. Yeah, are I thought creepy. of the creepy little fucking twins when I was thinking about her. They're creepy in <laughs> general, but then when you add inanimate objects to them, yeah, and then like this, and they always have bright colors: white, mm-hmm. yellow, red. Like they're always wearing bright colors. Mm-hmm. Creeps me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. In the basement of the building, there is a spirit that has been dubbed the Phantom of the Dakota and also the Mad Slasher. So you've got Phantom of the Opera mixed with Jack the Ripper. (laughs) Got it. So people have reported down there that there are large gashes on the walls. And even after they get repaired, they reappear. Oh. Yeah. And that shit gets thrown around down there. Can I watch it? Can you like can you like go in and be like can I repair the wall and then can I watch it? I doubt it's that fast and that they wouldn't do it while people were around, but I don't know. It's just my thought. That would be cool. Of the sneaky schnooks. Zach Baggins, do you want to go on an adventure? (laughs) (laughs) But there's also been objects that have been thrown around down there, and people say violently thrown around. So it seems to be the only, like, dark entity associated with the place, which could be some solace. Satan repels you. (laughs) 
Edward Clark himself, the builder, has been reported to roam the building as well. Um, people have said that he seems to be anxious and he'll be like pacing around and seem really impatient. So seems like maybe he's still waiting for that building to be finished. Like what if he's stuck and he thinks that the building isn't finished, but it is. He's stuck in repeat. Yeah. He's the repeat haunter. He's like in purgatory, that'd be sad. But that also le- like nods to a residual energy. Who knows? Um, there is also a resident in the building. I don't know if it's current resident or recent, but they report like tripping over a rug continually. Even if they like step over it or the rug is like laid out, there's nothing to trip over. They will still trip over it, which is crazy. (laughs) That's like me walking every day. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Aside from that though, there's just general reports of noises throughout the building. This is really lends credence to Rosemary's baby. That's like the noises all over the place. And residents report that there is someone that will be like pacing furiously. There was a resident that said they would hear someone pacing in their dining room just furiously and would not stop. And they said they also reported seeing reflections in their window. So like they're looking out of their window and you know how you can like see your reflection behind you. And there's like a chandelier and the reflection. They don't have fucking chandelier. Mm-mm. In their apartment. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. He says like a crystal chandelier. So I mean, I'm specific. sure those apartments probably had them before because that was really yeah, exactly. big when that place was built. Yes. And that's exactly what I thought is it's like you're seeing the reflection of like a past time. It seems like it's like the Hollywood hotel. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. It's like that has its own... Not even like an alternate, yeah, like an alternate dimension where it's stuck in its time. And that's what it seems like. Because even like the little girl that they see, it's like she's in period clothing, like older clothing. And just when other people have died, it's been more historical. I think like John Lennon's death was the more recent one of the bunch. But yeah, it just seems like history is stuck in there. Fault line of like an alternate universe. Like it was Mm -hmm. built over a fault line, so it doesn't know which universe it's supposed to be sitting in. Yeah, maybe because it really just seems like history is stuck in that building. Cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I want to go there. Me too. Just looking at pictures of it is stunning. Oh, it's beautiful. And now that like you're talking about it, like I don't remember it being called the Dakota, but also I was. It could a punk ass college else, kid, no? so who knows? <laughs> but uh, I remember what it looked like, and it's yeah. gorgeous. Let me see if it's still called the Dakota. I wouldn't be surprised because it's kind of like the Cecil. But the Dakota, as far as it's I know, has always the Cecil. been. It's just apartments now. They changed it. Mm, I watched a video. Of oh, did they that... change it back again? Because mm-hmm. it was like something else, and then yep, they closed down the to be Cecil. renovated. Mm. They renovated it and pulled it back. Yeah, because I watched a show with the poor manager of the property at the time. God bless her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a kid that I watch on TikTok who lives in the apartments literally across the street. He flies mm. his... When they were redoing it, he would fly yeah. his drone into the windows. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, it's still called the Dakota. I probably wasn't paying attention, to be <laughs> honest with you. I had other stuff on my mind at the time. Yeah, and it's at West 72nd Street. I'm surprised I didn't go past it. I feel like we wandered you up there when I was in New York. You probably walked past it and didn't I even see it. I would have noticed that. Like, I mean, you think you would notice it, but it blends in super well. Like, it's a gorgeous building. Maybe. But if you see the whole block, like that, it's kind of like Fifth Avenue. Like, oh, maybe I didn't though, because we were more on the east. Oh, were you? Yeah, so that I probably wouldn't have. It's made not it like over the that way. like a building stands out clearly because it looks different, but mm-hmm. also 
it kind of blends as well at the same yeah. time, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah, because we stay at, like, the Central Park Hotel. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, so we were, like, so we weren't too far from, like, Times Square and mm-hmm. stuff, but I don't think we ever ventured that way. I don't even remember where I stayed, but I can tell you <laughs> this. I had a key, like, a physical fucking key Ooh, for my hotel room. That's cool. No, yeah, but creepy. this place... <laughs> But I think it's been renovated and stuff. It's still apartments. And I think it was always apartments. I don't think it was ever anything else. But it's so cool looking. Oh, yeah. It was, like, fully renovated. Holy shit. Like, scaffolding all across the building. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's crazy. It's pretty. Yeah. I want to go there. Like, the architecture of it is beautiful. It's got really high ratings, too. It's got 4.4 rating on Google. Damn. And they're not rentable. You gotta buy them shits. Can't you imagine, like, seeing chandeliers in them, though? Oh, yeah. There's some that I can see in these pictures. So there's one that's for sale for $4.5 million. And you have to buy your parking spot. Yikes. Fun fact. There's another five-bed, nine-bath. That seems very weird. That seems very aggressive. 6,000 square feet for $20 million. It's probably like a penthouse. It has to be. There's no way there's an apartment just that big. Yeah, there's like picture on the top. Yeah, it's gotta be. Has to be a penthouse. Mm-hmm. There's no way a regular apartment is that big. See, I wanted to move to New York. Like when I went out there, I wanted to move. Like literally, I was I was researching moving to Greenwich Village. Yeah, I want to move to LA. A, it's too expensive. B, I Again. can't leave my nephews and my nieces. But I know, girl. <laughs> anyway that's my story you have so much editing but that was awesome okay wasn't it cool that is cool. i liked it i have like a whole this is spooky stuff for the lore stuff down the road but i really oh, i'm all over one. the place that's just, okay. just wait till the next one you're gonna love it <laughs> but yeah anyway so we had some aliens some extraterrestrials if you will some spooky apartment ghosty shit haunted shit yeah you know what else i was gonna say Uh, sorry you can cut this out if you want but so you're talking about how the filming was done there it reminds me of the exorcist because the exorcist the og version of the exorcist had the same problem yep that's exactly what i thought people kept like dying of Mm -hmm. weird stuff the main girl died she died very young yeah very young yeah they had all kinds of unable reasons to figure out like Mm -hmm. it's creepy mm-hmm yep yeah sorry it just made me think of it and i was gonna no say i thought earlier. of the same thing when i was reading it that's exactly what i thought of too so same wavelength we're there wavelength. anyway that was our second scoops and lore episode i'm digging it i like it we've got variety for you little creeps and freaks sometimes you need it murder is yeah. pretty heavy yeah exactly so i know for us it's a nice reprieve and like we said, there are other people that listen that are like, true crime kind of freaks me out. Like, thank you for listening, sweet angel baby, but why <laughs> are you listening? But also, like, my nephew, my youngest nephew, he's very into the fact that we have a podcast. Like, he follows Aww. it and he goes through our feed and stuff. But my sister and I have to say, like, you can't listen to this episode. Like, I told him, do not listen to episode nine. But I was like, you can listen to our creepy episodes. And I told him, like, Island of the Dolls, Bennington Triangle, Disappearances, and I was like, any of the Scoops and Lore episodes you can listen to. So, he's very Starting him young. But he loves true crime too, though. I love it. Yeah. So, he does the Hunt a Killer boxes with me. He's into them. Like, we were doing them, my sister and I were doing one of the boxes with him. He was catching shit that we weren't. 
There was like a part of it. There was like an eyes. encoded message on a letter. Like if you read it from the back, it had messages like, he fucking caught it. So when is he going to hop onto the podcast? I know, seriously. If I don't cut this out, I love you, my bubba. Me sweet baby. <laughs> If he I lets, ever said he that lets to me any call of my, him my baby. Nephews, they would both of me. my nephews still let me do it. I told them I was like, I'm gonna let you call you my baby till the day I die. So deal with it. I do know my nieces okay. and nephews listen, actually. Aw, cute. Yep. My two nieces in Illinois listen and then Love it. I my niece and her fiance listen. Love it. Here. That's so sweet. The rest of them are here like, that's it. not cool. Too bad. They also when all we have blow kids up. You'll be eating your words. They're grown up. Trust me. Yeah. They all have their own babies. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, that's what we've got for you today, friends. We hope you are enjoying this new series. We are enjoying making them. So I love it. Yeah. Obviously. I'm nerding out on research. (laughs) Michelle has to keep telling me, roll it back. Roll it back. (laughs) Well, it's just because, like, I didn't intend for this to be, like, a lot of extra work for us because we have a lot of other stuff going on. But whatever floats your boat, dude. Whatever floats your boat. As long as these episodes don't end up being an hour and a half long, I don't care. I don't think this one will be once you cut out all the tangents. Yeah. It's like an hour and 12 minutes right now. Yeah, we're good. It'll be under an hour probably. But anyway, we'll give you our normal spiel. If you would like to send us any of your stories, case suggestions, now this is true crime stories, spooky stories, ghost stories, alien stories, anything. Anything that you've Mythology. Got, send it to us. Yes, that you would like to hear us babble about. Absolutely, because I love it, it. And I want to read more people's stories because mm-hmm. I just, I love that, yeah. obviously. But you can email us at in the nick of crime podcast at gmail.com. Please also follow us on Instagram. We are at Nick of Crime Podcast, all spelled together, no dashes, no underscores. You can also find us on the Tiki Talk at In the Nick of Crime Podcast. Again, all spelled together, no dashes, no underscores. And lastly, become a patron. You also get extra bonus episodes as a patron. So that means you will get two episodes every single week, no matter what. Woo-woo. Damn. I mean. Sick if you aren't sick of hearing our voices. Absolutely. <laughs> Bless you all. <laughs> but you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash in the nick of crime. I think that's all the places that we are. Yeah, <laughs> for now. <laughs> so that's what we've got today. A little creeps and freaks. Give us some ratings. Give us oh, yes. some feedback on what you guys think. Yes, please leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Yes. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Lots of it. Just don't be a dick. Yeah, it's the name of the game. We might be a dick back if you're a dick, but... Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm going to say this. Keep it creepy. Stay freaky. And we will see you next Thursday. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Bye. Bye.